Super Bowl halftime act, Maroon 5. What a song. Off the Micah Monday playlist. You can come join us at our Soup or Bowl party at Pin Chasers this Sunday before the big game. A couple of new soups. They'll be rolling out there at Pin Chasers where you can have soup or bowl. I like it. You can even do both if you want. So, I try to be as much of a uh, disciplinarian as I can as a dad, and it's just not a role that I'm very good at or a role that comes naturally to me. You have the tendency to want to give your kid an easy life, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you want you want your kid to do the best that he can do. And when, you know, when my son tries his hardest and doesn't uh, succeed at something, I can handle that as long as he gave good effort. Um, my grades sucked as a kid. I will say that. My grades throughout high school absolutely sucked. Could not have been worse. I barely graduated high school. Got good SAT scores, a horrible GPA, and somehow got into UCF. No focus. None. Did not play well with others. If I was not interested in it, I did not want to learn it. So it's somewhat hypocritical for me to expect my son to get straight A's but he's capable of doing it, and therefore that's the expectation. You get straight A's, you get to pretty much do whatever you want to do. Stay out within reasonable, you know, home by 10 p.m., but you can go out during the week and I'll, you know, let you play computer games and all that as long as you maintain your end of the deal, which is straight A's. Well, when he got his uh, his serious girlfriend, I thought that he might take his eyes off the prize for a moment. thought he might slip up and get a B. And I've, I've prepared myself for how I'm going to respond when and if that should happen. He's taken some pretty difficult classes, honors English, honors chemistry, honors world history. And then next semester or next year, he wants to take some AP classes. So it's perfectly understandable and natural that he might let his focus slip and get a B in one of these difficult classes. So this past Thursday, we get the announcement that uh, grades are in. So I go to the uh, the go to the website, pull up the report card, expecting to see straight A's like I usually do, and I see all A's, and I see a B in digital design, mm. an elective, an elective that he said he's had to help the teacher figure out what digital design is. <laughs> so. Immediately, I just was confused and shocked, and di- and didn't know how to react because I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! He got a B!" Mm. And then it's, "Oh my god! He got a B in digital design." I was there for the moment. He was. It, it was. It was like somebody shot you. So Seth had to had to talk me through this. I did give him mouth to mouth and got him back you. up on the. Really appreciate that, because you got to approach it delicately. My son, very sensitive, especially to criticism. And the worst thing he could do is feel like he let me down. So I'm talking to Seth about how to bring this up, when to bring this up. But you're mad. You're mad. Not mad. Ugh. I would say I'm I'm surprised at this point and just disappointed that he could get a B in an elective. Hot under the collar. 
I would say just disappointed more than anything else. So I'm like, I I don't know how to bring this up. I don't want it to be a big deal because, hey, you got to be big deal. It's not going to keep it, keep you out of college probably. Probably won't cost you a uh, scholarship. Certainly there are parents out there who have it way worse, and I should keep that in mind. Yeah. That said, there should be an accountability for when there is a uh, an expectation not met. But immediately, we're blaming the girlfriend for the reason there's the grades are dropping. Not blaming anybody, but I could certainly understand with as much time as they've been spending together how his focus could slip for a moment. Is she in the class? No. Oh, blame. Mm. That's what electives are for. Right. So, um, so I didn't say anything Thursday. Mm. Friday. Didn't see the right moment. Didn't say anything to him. He didn't say anything to me. And I'm just wondering, like, if why he hasn't said anything to me, if he thinks I don't know. He knows his grades. The, the- um, I would think so. I would think, like, when report card comes out, he would go and look at it. And normally you're reaching out to him, calling him on the radio, congrats on straight A's, what do you want? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Texting him, hey, good job, you got straight A's again. Yeah, but don't you think that this was going to devastate him as is? He's not... The, right. A typical fifteen-year-old. Sure, there's nothing that I, there. There are very little things that I could say that it's going to make it any worse for him because he's already probably beating himself up if he knows. But he doesn't seem to be. At least he's not moping about anything around the house. So I'm thinking, either he thinks that I don't know, or he's blissfully unaware, or whatever. So Saturday morning, I um, he's he's getting ready to go out to uh, breakfast with his mom, and I said, uh, so did you uh, did you see your report card? And he said, no. And he said, did I get straight A's? And I said, well, um, you got straight A's in the important classes. I said, but I, I saw a B in uh, digital design. And he he was not furious, but he was very upset with himself. And I, and I was the one saying, hey, this is no big deal. This isn't the end of the world, and I was the one trying to say why this wasn't that bad of a thing. Oh, he turned you—he turned it around. Yeah, and he was very, very upset with himself, apologizing all over the place. I'm so sorry I let this happen, and and I'm like, you're—I'm not disappointed. I'm not let down. Everything is fine. So I went off to the gym. He goes out to breakfast with his mom. I could tell it was probably really, really bothering him. I get done with the workout, and uh, his mom tells me on the way home to go check the grade again because he checked it and he's pretty sure that he got straight A's. Oof. So I I go to the computer and I check and it turns out that uh, the B was in the exam, not the class. So he got he got all A's, a B on the exam for digital design and he actually got an A in the class. I I am the one who completely and utterly screwed up on this one <laughs> and caused him so much unnecessary grief. You went, a, you went a whole 48 hours without congratulating your son on getting straight A's. That's how I look at it now. I I am I was aghast. I was so I was so shocked that I could be such an idiot. Now, I wanted to be on your side. I yeah. wanted to say, let's go after the county, the high school. Somebody screwed up these report cards. They right. must be hard to look at. Right. Because you you stared at it, you go, he got a B. You were looking at it. You kept right. looking at it over the last couple of days. Yeah. But then you sent me a screenshot of it. I know. That's as clear as day. I know. A, a, you can clearly say where it says exam grade B, final grade A. And, and I misread that completely. I've been putting myself through this, and, and I put him through it too. 
What an idiot. Now I think you were looking for a B. I was. All, all along. I was. You're right. Maybe you suspected that there might be a grade dropping here or there because yeah. of the girlfriend. So you you were trying to find that B, and you found one. just wasn't the B you were looking for. <laughs> not, not because of the girlfriend, because it, it's very difficult to spend as much time with someone and get good grades as they've been spending. I used to be, like, obsessive about checking my grades because I had it online. Right. And I trained a 16-year-old, and something similar to this happened just to a week and a half ago. So there's something wrong with the online platform <laughs> that's messing with these kids' heads. Yeah, I'd love to blame anything other than my own idiocy, but this oh. this one's 100% on me. No. If, if he did get a B, would there be... Would there be parents that would say, hey, you're being too hard on him. It's just a B. I mean, he's made straight A's his whole life. Yeah. And and, and they're probably right. Like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, is it right to push your kid that hard, you know? Well, I, I was thinking about it, too. But ever since I've known you, when he started going to school and getting grades, that's that's been the standard. It's been straight A's or nothing. Yeah. So it's not like that changed at a certain point. When he got a girlfriend, he had to start making straight A's. Or when he got to high school, he's always that's always been what the standard is, and he's always accomplished that. And it's so hypocritical for me, again, because I was the worst student, and my mom would have flipped if I had gotten all A's and one B. You're not a hypocrite because you learned something in life, and that is that it, it might pay off to be a good student. You're passing that down to your son. I don't I think that's so. being a hypocrite. Oh, man, I hope so, because I feel like the biggest one, like having the nerve to be upset over a perceived B. So, are you buying him a Hummer now, or what? Do you, what do you? <laughs> yeah, what's the reward? I here? don't know. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure what the reward is. Lightning game. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever he wants. I don't know if the fancy gaming chairs and the markers, if that's going to do it anymore. We have to get some big prizes here. There are a lot of people talking about this Finding Neverland. More and more people. I guess it uh, made its debut over on uh, Sundance this past weekend. And they're saying it's going to do. It's going to destroy the legacy of Michael Jackson. Uh, I think at Sundance they were showing people handing out pro Michael Jackson pamphlets to people standing in line. I I don't know what. Just play his music. What What are you going to hand them? I don't. It's they the kids perjured. Like either they lied in court or they're lying now. So that's really a hard one to get around and through. I know, but though these people that deal with the childhood trauma are saying that you could suppress it for years and then it could come back out. I know. So I, I don't know what they would stand to gain by destroying the King of Pop's legacy. I thought it's been destroyed. I didn't know that that this was going to do any more damage. I guess this is the first time that we're really getting a firsthand account of a graphic description of the sexual abuse that this monster allegedly perpetrated onto young boys. Well, I, oh. I think when you do a deep dive on any of this, like Bill Cosby and finding out all the Me Too stuff, you're uncovering these details and everybody starts to come forward. Yeah. So it, there's things that people don't know and oh. this documentary is bringing them to light. Man, is it ever. Boy, are they, what are they, documentarians? Who, yeah. How, how are they getting to the bottom of the stuff and, and cops can't and, and juries can't and judges can't, but anybody who films a documentary, they, they have the truth right there on Netflix. See, and, and I wonder if anybody else struggles with this as well. These kids lied under oath and said that he didn't do anything to them. So so then should we take them at their word now? I'm, I'm just asking. I think I just look at I was younger, you know, when, uh, you know, obviously Michael Jackson was in his prime, but I just see that kids were having sleepovers at his house. Right. I don't need to hear anything else to feel like something might have been up. I don't need all these details with the duck butter. Ugh, and the rubber rubber. 
and the marriages that he would perform. So gonna, he'd be he'd be married to these kids. You gonna watch this? I don't know. I, I don't want my Michael Jackson. I, I will I know that I'll never listen to his music again if I watch this. Can we can we stay blissfully ignorant of the artists that we enjoy now? I, I think when we're listening to music, we're on our own time. And I don't think when we hear a song, we're doing a deep dive into what this person was doing when they weren't in the recording studio. We, right. we listen to music because it makes us feel a certain way. And if we want to, if Michael Jackson makes us feel good, we're going to feel good. And we're not going to worry about what he was doing on the merry-go-round. That's ah, it. I disagree with you. I think about, let's put into perspective, a motivational speaker. Let's right. say a Tony Robbins or a Les Brown, where they're an advocate for this positive lifestyle and they influence millions of people. And then you find out some awful, god-awful thing about them, and you're still supposed to listen to their well, craft? Well, what's your cutoff, Micah? Like, is it is it sexually assaulting children? Is it adultery? What is it? Because with these artists, they, they do weird things that oh, we yeah. wouldn't approve of. Uh, definitely both of those things would be a cutoff. Like, <laughs> it's adultery. You better stop god. listening to music. <laughs> um, uh, as far as, like, the motivational speakers, because I listen to them so often, if I found out that they were different uh, in an extreme degree, I wouldn't ever support or listen or read anything they ever have to say again. I do not. There is a part of me that does not want to see this documentary because of the, uh, the graphic descriptions. Hello, caller. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to give a solution, possibly, to the whole Michael Jackson ordeal. All right. All right, so how about anybody that involved with the case that either came forward or didn't come forward, doesn't matter if they're involved in the case, mm. they're listed on the estate, and all proceeds now go to those kids and other relief efforts for people in the similar situation. Mm. That way you can listen to the music, you can pay that license, but now those that profits now go to the kids that were um, duck buttered or however you say it. Yeah. Uh, I don't, do you have any interest in watching this uh, this documentary? Um, you know, I watched R. Kelly one, and I, I can only stomach so much disgust in this world. And for some reason, I stay away from the news now that I know it exists. I know it's out there, man. But I feel like there's more entertaining things to watch and put my effort and time into, like this show. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, the uh, singer's family is saying Michael is not here to defend himself. Otherwise, these allegations would not be made. And they're uh, they're saying that this Leaving Neverland documentary is equivalent to a public lynching 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025 weren't these allegations still happening when he was alive or was he just paying everybody to be quiet yeah he well that's what he did the uh, family noted that the two accusers uh, featured in the documentary Wade Robson and James Safechuck both told investigators that Jackson hadn't molested them at the 2005 molestation trial their own accusations against Jackson didn't come to light until they filed a lawsuit against the Jackson estate in 2013, and uh, those lawsuits were dismissed. So we weren't there. We don't know what happened. At the very least, it's inappropriate for an adult male to have sleepovers mm. with young boys. I just, I, it's like the stuff about R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. It's just there's so many people. It, it sounds real, but I feel like because these documentaries are becoming so popular. People are going to start getting buried just for the sake of of putting some content out there, right? And I I don't know what's going to happen then, because you don't have to fact check stuff when you put it up on Netflix. No, you sure don't. Yeah, that's true.
I don't know. I've been watching this uh, that uh, escape from Danamora, the uh, the prison escape thing. Remember the lady who was having sex with the two inmates, even though her husband worked at the prison. Oh, I didn't know she was married there. Oh, she was, and uh, it's a true story. And you just you can't even believe that all of this was really going on. What like, time era? Uh, oh, this only happened like five years ago. Oh, I thought it was yeah. like 1800s. Oh, no, no, no. It only <laughs> happened uh, like like around five years ago, and the inmates planned an escape. And Benicio Del Toro is one of them. I, I, this is fantastic. It's seven parts, and I'm at part uh, part five. Where is this? What channel? The home box office. Oh, I have that. On demand. But they, I think it's off on demand in two days, though, so get that in while you can. Escape from Danamora. You watch Crashing yet? No. Okay. I'm not. I'm. I'm behind on everything. Are you off crashing? No, I'll watch it again. I just. Uh, I'm really into this escape from uh, from Danamora. This is. Uh, it's a fantastic show and the uh, the Ted Bundy uh, docudrama that's on right now. Jeez, chilling, but at the same time, very necessary. Not very necessary at all. I don't know why I just said that it was. There's <laughs> nothing. It will. It will bring nothing to your life except for knowledge about Ted Bundy, and that is the opposite of necessary. He's dead. Drew Grab alive. Hello. Spoiler alert. Hi, I won't talk about taking your dates down or doors off your house today what? or sending your kids to Neverland, but can we cut EBT off for two months and then we'll all be able to retire and have a good picture. Cut the EBT, is that what he mm. said? Sir? Yeah, EBT. Yeah, I won't have to wait in such strong lines at Walmart. Okay, thank you. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. to give that guy his own radio show. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he was trying to say, but I appreciate the phone call very much. Uh, let's come back and find out. Look, we all get real loosey-goosey when it comes to those expiration dates in, in our refrigerators. No, we don't. But you shouldn't because <laughs> this kid ate something in his fridge that was five days old and died. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what it is next. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.